Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where do you come from? I'm Melissa and I come from Kildare. Melissa, thanks for coming from Kildare. I know it's only, what, 40 minutes? Yeah, literally yeah. 40 minutes down the road. Melissa, so I came across your page, many, I don't know, it's probably the start of the podcast and I kind of had your head wrecked for a while, I was like, <laughs> and you were like, I'm not ready, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Um, but there was one picture on your page you put up and it was a picture of your daughter Evie at four months and you said, I need to put this post, post up and do you want to just tell me about the post and what that was about? Right, so when I had Evie, I was totally unaware that Evie had Down syndrome. She was born at 38 weeks and three days. And we didn't even find out after birth that she had Down syndrome. So it wasn't actually till the next day when we got the diagnosis. But that evening she was struggling to feed. Um, and the nurses kind of just stepped in and took her and was like, oh, we'll bring her back like in a half an hour or whatever, like get a bottle into her. And I said, grand. No problem. Um, a few hours had passed, still no sign of Evie. So I was starting to get a bit panicked now at this stage and chasing nurses and where is she? And they were like, oh, it's fine. We're just going to give her her next bottle and we bring her back down. So I had fallen asleep in the meantime. And then when I woke, she still wasn't back. So um, when I went to find the nurse then, she was like, oh, um, the doctor actually had, or the consultant came down to speak to you, but you were asleep, so we didn't want to wake you. Luckily enough, I was asleep because if I had have been awake, there would have I would have been sitting in a room by myself, and they would have just blurted out, "Oh, we think she might have Down syndrome." So the next morning, then I well, I rang Dan obviously at this stage now, and was a bit hysteric, and he was like, "Oh, you're grand, like relax. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong," and I was like, "No, there's definitely something's not right here." So I rang my mom then, and oh, sure, you know, a typical Irish mommy, I'm on the bus, I'm Ooh. on the way. <laughs> Um, so my mom came up then as well and we went up then to see her she was in the neonatal but she was actually in um, a separate room to all the other little kids so she wasn't on any machines or anything like she was a little monster in comparison to all these like she was what was she when she was born nine nearly nine pounds oh god so she was the monster yeah. like um and then we went up and she was just in the separate room by herself and I went in to this lady a nurse and um I was like, is everything okay? Like, when she just looked at me, she was like, did you not know anything different about her facial features? And I kind of went, sorry? And I just, my mom or Dan didn't hear it, so I was like, am I, um, like, am I after hearing her wrong? And Dan was like, you're, no, you're just overthinking, like, you're overthinking. So she was moved into the next room then with all the other kiddos, and about lunchtime, there was about 
oh, my mom, my mama had actually went out for a cigarette and about six, one consultant and about four or five other people in blue coats come in and call us into the next room. And at this stage we were like, oh, like she, she has a serious illness. Like she's, she's going to die or, yeah. you know, you literally think yeah, the worst. Of course, yeah. So we got brought in then anyway and they were like, we're 99% sure that she has Down syndrome. She's shown um, a lot of similarities as in like there's certain signs they look for like palm creases, which they thought at the time she had. She had a little bit of a flattened nose and the reason she wasn't feeding was due to low muscle tone, which is a huge factor in children with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. So that's when that obviously came to light then. So 25 years of age, sitting in the comb, absolutely sobbing. Like, we were absolutely shocked. And Dan's first question was, did Mel do anything wrong? Because we, we actually did, we didn't understand, like, yeah, what, we I didn't know. understand it was genetics or whatever. And he was like, like she, she literally was craving, like, a spinach her whole pregnancy. Like, she didn't oh do anything, God. you know. And, he was, and they were like, no, 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 it's nothing that she done. He was like, I just didn't want anybody to say anything that my Melly had done anything wrong, like, or whatever. So that was the start of it then. It was absolutely like shook to the core I'd say for I'd, for the time we were in the hospital I think because they, they, they don't really give you much information it was kind of we were put into a private room and given a little booklet and we were left for say three or four days and I know they're only trying to help you by giving you that private room but I was like oh we're not good enough to be in with other people and do you know this kind of thing and they don't really explain like like 25 years of age I hadn't a clue and of course you're going to go straight onto google and God, if you get a Down syndrome diagnosis, absolutely do not Google because it's the worst thing you, you can possibly do. But um, yeah, I just thought the hospital wasn't great in the way they dealt with it, which it took me a good few days to kind of come to terms with her diagnosis. Like I was so, so upset for the first few days. But then like that, I came across Instagram then and I started searching like um, Down syndrome hashtags and all these pages started popping up because, like, I think with Irish people, like, we're led to believe people with disabilities and stuff, like, are, they're, they're, they're not, like, what's the word? Um, they're not equal. Like, people, in, they don't believe people with disabilities are as good as you or I. So, like, that's the way I would, that's the way I taught too. So when I came across these pages on Instagram then, I was like, oh, wow, like these children are actually way more capable than what I ever Mm. imagined. Like it was just like crazy. So I was about when she was about four or five months old, then I was like, well, I could do this. Like if I thought like that, like if we set up a page, Mm -hmm. then I can change people's perspectives the way these people have changed mine. So that's what I done. And here we are. 41,000 people there, which is absolutely insane. Like, it's crazy. That's unbelievable, isn't mm. it? It's, uh, it's amazing. Like, I will always be grateful for social media in that respect. Like, you get, you, in the whole time we've been on Instagram, which is, what, four, four and a half years now, we've only had, like, four or five nasty comments, like, of people that are obviously... Sick in know, the head. Yeah, that just don't understand and don't, they just, they don't get it. I really don't get it so yeah it's been a it's been a, a, a long old journey now but we enjoy every minute of it right and tell me this when you're in the hospital because I know um like even at 25 like and this is what something I said with um Aoife from um her page um growing up you thought 
it was the 45, it was the mammy, the older mammy, your friend's mammy. Oh, who got pregnant in her 50s that yeah. had a Down syndrome diagnosis. But you're, you're led to believe that, like, so they will say that it's generally women over the age of, I think it's 40, that they have a, a higher uh, chance of having a child with Down syndrome, but obviously me, Aoife, um, Pippa's mum, um, we're all like, we're we're all proof that that's that's not true. Like a lot of the, 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 the I know statistics. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the statistics when you actually look at them, you're kind of like, oh my god, they're so dated. Like, yeah, you know, I, a lot of things do need to be upgraded. Like even some of the the pictures and stuff. Like if you Google, say, a child with Down syndrome, and look for like a chart. Like, some, even some of the wording on them, you'd be like, how is that even allowed to be on the internet? Like, yeah. as And some of them are actually, um, like, official documents. Like, And you're kind of going, sorry? Like, is that real life? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because, like, again, I th- um, it's just it, what even that nurse saying to you, did you not see anything different in her Oh, fight? that sticks in my head, like... Uh, will forever stick in my head and we actually started a group I'd say when Evie was about one not even one um, Down Syndrome Ireland, Ireland were actually great we were given a leaflet in the hospital and they had said contact Down Syndrome Ireland so that's exactly what I'd done as soon as we got home and they were amazing like they literally sent out like a copious amount of booklets they have in most counties they have like um groups mm. so evie started going to their early development groups so they have different groups for different ages so they might say zero to two or three and then uh prior to preschool then they'll prepare them for school as well but um we started that class then and like it was just like so so helpful i'm after where where was it going <laughs> <laughs> about again about the woman the, the nurse saying that to you and like the help that you get from people the nurse went you'll never forget what she said to you oh yeah yeah like i just couldn't i just mm. couldn't believe in this day and age that someone like could actually say that to you like and uh, do you think like see that can't be ignorance from her like she's a she's like she's, she's a medical a, professional. She's a professional. Now yeah. I know a few years ago we actually did we recorded something as well, and again this was true down in Ireland because they oh that's where I was going with mm. this the group when we actually got chatting like oh, as in parents, I had relayed my story to another um, mother and she said near enough the exact same thing had happened to her and they actually told her that her child had Down syndrome in a room like by herself in the middle of the night like and she was just kind of like. Like, exactly what we're saying. These are medical professionals. They should know how to deal. Like, I'd never bring you into a room, like, mm. and you're only after giving birth as well. You're so, like, your hormones are already all over the place. And then, as I said, I was young, like, and mm. I had no understanding of Down syndrome whatsoever. Like, for the first couple of days, I actually, like, there was so many ways to tears, and I actually felt like I was grieving for the child that I thought I was going to have. Because when you get this diagnosis and you're not, nobody explains anything to you, you're there going, oh my God, like my life is over. I'm 25 years of age and I'm after having a child with special needs. And you're led to believe by society that a child with special needs is an absolute burden on your life when in fact it's the complete opposite. And if you go onto my page and look at Evie's post, you can see that. Mm-hmm. And me and Dan always say our lives began when we had Evie. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't, like if we had it, when I got pregnant with the other two kids, I was offered a genetic testing, which I refused. And again, a comment from an elderly or she was like, do you know how hard it would be to have uh, two children with disabilities? And I was there going, I'm like, I'm fully aware. Like I have a child 
with a disability and to me it's like she only has a couple of extra appointments here and there like she progresses in her own way she can walk she can do just as much as you or I can it just takes her a little bit longer to get there and I just think like medical professionals definitely need I don't know you just need to have a little bit more um I know it's stupid like bedside manner yeah yeah it's crazy and I can only imagine what people were going through then during the pandemic like I was lucky enough that Evie was able or Dan was able to be in with me and all these now and another thing I remember when I think it was around my 20 week scan and this young um is a sonographer as you would call them and she was actually brought in and she was they were like oh do you mind like she's only training if and I said no 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 work away and halfway through the scan she was like oh do you mind if I just go and get someone for a minute or whatever and I was like no 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 work away I said to Anna, I was like, oh, I, I feel like she's after seeing something or something. And he was like, no, no, no. The other, the elderly uh, sonographer came in and looked and she dismissed whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, whatever that girl had seen or maybe she didn't see. I don't know. Maybe she was just like, it could just be total coincidence. Mm. But I'm like, did she see something? But because she was younger, she just totally dismissed her and was like, oh, no, like, let this one off. Do you know, she's grand. Now, I'm actually... Glad I didn't find out until after he was born because I'd say like that I would have just been Googling, 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 Googling and I don't think I would have enjoyed my pregnancy as much mm-hmm. as I had done. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is a sad thing to say because like that if information on Google was actually yeah. a little bit more updated and correct I don't think I would have been as afraid but then again 25 years of age, a little bit naive you know yourself <laughs> do you think yeah you've just said it there but yeah do you think that 100% you're glad that you found it then or I think at the age I was I think I'm I like because I really did enjoy my pregnancy on Evie like I really like first pregnancy obviously the other two oh my god I had the worst pregnancies like ever couldn't even walk like I was crippled on the other two but with Evie I always say it must have been the extra chromosome or something that just made it a bit easier but um with Evie, I just, yeah, I think, I think I, at that age, I think I wouldn't have been able to enjoy the pregnancy as much. And I know that sounds no, I know. silly, like, but it's, as I said, it was because I was so uneducated on the subject. Now, if I found out, there wouldn't be a bother on me. Mm-hmm. But 25-year-old me would have been hysterical, you know? I think yeah. it's, I've educated myself and I've obviously grown with Evie, so I'm fully aware now of what Down syndrome is really like. So I'd be like, woohoo. And as I said, with the other two, I refused the genetic testing because I was like, sure, look, yeah. if it happens again, it's a blessing. Like, it means tell, nothing to us. Like, Tell me this, what is, just so everyone's clear, because again, this is all about educating, what is Down syndrome? So basically, um, Evie has an extra chromosome. Okay. So she has 20... Hold on now, I have to get this right. I'm on the spot. <laughs> uh, she has a copy of um, a copy of chromosome 21, and that's why we have uh, World Down Syndrome Day on the 21st of the third every year because it's a copy of the 21st chromosome. So, yeah, it's like I just she's unreal. Like to anyone out there that is expecting a child with Down syndrome, you're in for a real treat. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing. And she, it's so, just again, there is a scan, at your 20 week, it's a 20 week scan, that's where they can see. See, if, if you, so 
they're generally able to pick up if um, there'll, there'll be signs, say, on the scan. So they generally look for, like, an extra roll of fluid on the back of the neck. Um, there's a couple of other bits and pieces. I think the, some sometimes kids with Down syndrome can measure a little bit small. Um, it's just things like that, but you can get testing done. Now, I know years ago it was kind of like, I think they used to get, like, a little needle. Yeah, and I think so, yeah. Now, I don't know if it's like that anymore. Like, that, I've never had it. Mm. I've been given leaflets on it and whatnot, and, mm. like, I've just always said no. And it's very expensive to have it done as well. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy. I think it's, like, four, four, four or five hundred euros to have the test done if you want to have it done. I'm just like, that's insane. Now, I know some people probably would like to, but mm. just me, personal preference, no, it just wouldn't be for me. Because I know years ago, that test, I think did you, there was a chance you could miscarry yeah. if you did mm. have it done as well. So, But isn't that bad, Melissa, that we still think like that? Yeah. We think, so the, really, the government and, and HSC and all that, and I've said this again with the autism, they're not doing enough to educate the people of Ireland on disability no. in Ireland no. so you're dead right in what you're saying it's like it's like that we have to make these pages like parents of children like not just down syndrome like any yeah. other like autism you'll see so many pages if you search on Instagram there's so many uh, positive influences in this country like so many women that are have to go to social media to try and educate people to show them what our children are really like and mm. like people will be like oh when I first had even like oh my god I'm so sorry yeah. Like, what are you sorry for? Like, mm. I used to get so... I'd be like, excuse me, like, what are you sorry for? You've no reason to be sorry. Mm. Like, she's perfect. I did, I'd be honest with you. I said that too. And again, I always... Because I'd like to be transparent on the page. After the um, Amy's one on her lovely son, Jensen, um, a girl messaged me and I said to her, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. I would have been like, no. Oh, she, she 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 came back to me like because I, I answered her big whole thing and then at the end I put I'm so sorry and then I wrote straight after it oh my god mm. that, is that offensive and she came back and she said absolutely so it offensive is. It's I so actually offensive. I actually haven't wrote in my blog in in so long I think since the other two came along it's just like just I can barely brush my hair in the mornings <laughs> let alone to write a full on blog post mm. but I do have a blog on. I was going to say a blog on my blog. Mm. Yeah, I've uh, I do have a blog on my blog. That is all about people like don't don't be sorry. Like yeah. that was the you know I was like no. You should re- probably republish that. Yeah, I might actually. I'll, yeah. I'll put the link back up in my do bio you? because like that, like you would, you'd often get and and people would message me as well and be like, oh, my friend has just had a baby. With she's like, what is the right thing to say or what's the wrong thing to say? Like, and I absolutely appreciate messages like that as well mm. because that's someone who is obviously really cares for their friend and doesn't want to, mm-hmm. you know. So they'll be like, what's a, what's good to say and what's not to say? And I'm like, and there, I'm still educating people in that sense as well you know and like that like the page has obviously grown with the other two and it was just like solely all Evie but now we're a family of five with a German Shepherd (laughs) and like life is just crazy so there is sometimes like I do find that the page can like we can lose track for like a week that it's like oh it's all just kids and kids and kids and kids and then I'm like no we like this is what we started so we're going to keep Mm-hmm. I, I will forever shout Evie's worth from the rooftops like forever 
Is there never going to hear the end of it? <laughs> well, you should definitely do that because what I actually was saying was I, I, I was sorry. I, and I, and I, like, yeah, I'm just going to say, like I said, that, those words. Mm. But my meaning behind them was like, I'm sorry that you're going through this yeah. in the sense that going through this with what Amy was telling me about mm-hmm. how disgusting like the services are. Do you know what I mean? Services so, are so bad. Yeah. So that's why. And then I was like, but I'm so glad you called me out on it because mm. I'll never make that mistake again. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But that's where we're saying. So for Down syndrome, it's women in their late 40s and 50s who have children with Down syndrome. Is that what you say, children with Down syndrome as well? Cause yeah, it's always person first. You know, any, any, um, like, right. it's always person, person first. first. Yeah. So always you're, not, you're not known for your diagnosis. You're known as Evie, the child with Down syndrome, or Evie, the child with autism. Okay. Do you know? That's, see, again, mm. that's a learning. So, like, and that's what I'm saying. So then... If you have that test, there's a chance of a miscarriage. Like, so these are things that still now, and like, are not even being educated in schools. Do you know what I mean? It's not even being taught in schools that, you know, does a child in class or I'm just, it's just my yeah, like Evie's preschool now is fantastic. She's she has an aim support in her classroom, so it's not like a full on. So her aim support is there to kind of aid the classroom, not just for Evie, mm. so she doesn't like. It's not as if she's been like kind of what out what yeah, word I'm yeah outcast that the word? yeah just so she feels mm. like it's inclusive, In- inclusive it makes it more yeah, inclusive, inclusive yeah. So her aim support, like, will just be there, like, if Evie needs a little bit of help, but also if someone else in the classroom needs help. But um, her school are just fantastic, like, with the love and stuff when they're doing, um, especially over Christmas, if they're doing their songs and singing and stuff. Um, her aim support has actually done a love course as well. Now, she probably knows more than I do because mm-hmm. I still haven't done one. Mm-hmm. But I pick up bits here and there. Um, what is the love course? So basically, love is sign through, like, um, it's the Irish version of sign language. Okay. So, like, thank you. Will they go to a a girls' school? Do your girls go to girls' school? No, well, it's not. It's, I mean, as in Irish, it's called love. Okay. Hands, but it's not actually in Irish. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, I don't understand how that works. No, so basically, it's just uh, signing with your hands. Right. That's how other people with uh, non-verbal people would would communicate. Um, We're lucky now, Evie is, like, very, very verbal, and she's only started... As we mentioned, services aren't overly fantastic. Mm. Uh, Down Syndrome Ireland are absolutely fantastic. So she started last week or the week before. She started um, speech therapy with them. Um, so you can, we've been waiting a little while now to get on the list, but she's on it now. And like that, in the last two times that she's gone, she's probably learned more in the last four years from really speech and other speech and language we've not, we've only met our speech, speech and language therapist like a couple of like a few times now she's been on maternity leave we've never met like the replacements Do you know it is it's very hard even when i first got evie in to i'm not going to say where she is and um, mm. the services that she's in i had to fight for over a year and like they're always banging on about early intervention is key like a year I had to ring, 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 like constantly. Um, but I've heard the wait times are even more than that now, like, which is absolutely insane. Is and you, like, you can't blame the services either. Mm-hmm. It's, they're just obviously not getting enough funding or they don't have enough people or, do you know what I mean? Now, she did, like, with her physio, she did get great physio, I will say that. Like, she got all of her uh, splints, like, she still gets her heel cups. It's just other, it's other services, like... But even with the physio, like she used to be only getting that like once a month, and she couldn't even walk, you know. 
What was it like the day that she did start to walk for you? Oh my God. We posted, I have a video mm-hmm. when she took her first steps and you can actually hear me in the back. It's like, oh! <laughs> like we waited three and a half years for her to walk like, and it was one of the best, like still like even like when I watch the videos, I still get emotional. Every milestone, like every milestone, all of them is absolutely fantastic. But with Evie, I know she just has to fight that a little bit more. And we wait that so much longer. Like, do you know that I just find, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I, get, I don't know. The, the pride you feel, you know, especially because when she was first born, all those doubts that went through my head. So when she does it, I'm like, yeah, you showed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What fantastic. was it like, if I can take it back, just for anyone else who's either had a diagnosis or gets a diagnosis, um, it took, and I'm not going to, I don't mean it like this, but like it was four months before you posted. So what was those initial four months like for you and Dan? Um, yeah, I think when we got home, like it was, we were kind of just in our own little bubble and like our families are just great anyway. Um, and everyone just rallied around and I was given a bit of advice by, I can't remember who it was, but they just basically said to me, just treat her like you would any other child. And I was like, well, I don't have anything to compare her mm. to. Like I had experience in childcare. It's funny, I actually studied childcare and special needs like years ago. Yeah, um, and I was I was working for another company at the time, but my mom always says, oh, there's a reason you studied that. Like mm-hmm. it, everything kind of lined up. Um, but... What was your question again? I keep going off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. In the four months, what was it like in the four oh, months? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, like, honestly, we just, like, just like having a newborn baby. You know, she was, now we were lucky enough, she wasn't on a feeding tube or anything. Like, she was only on a feeding tube for two or three days due to the low muscle tone. So once she started feeding, we were able to bring her home then. And it was just, like, just like any other, with the other two, like, just everyone rallying around, presents. You know, it's just, it was lovely, lovely. And then I know that you have been, as you said, it, the reason you set up the page, and I know you have been a support to a lot of people, and even Gina Daly said that you were a support, that you, you were her first support to call mm. in this. Which is, after, like, it's amazing mm. that people think of us, like, and, well, I've I've always loved Gina, I'm like, come on, Gina, please come and cook for me, like, mm. her food is always <laughs> incredible. So when Gina actually did um, come to me, I was like, you know, it is, it's just, it's amazing. And like that, we get messages weekly from women who are like oh I love your page and thanks so much and I ha- I've just had a baby or um I've just got my diagnosis and I really want to let you know that Evie like really really does help us and I'm just like sometimes I like I, I went through stages there last year where it's kind of like oh am I doing the right thing like sharing and I don't tend to share the other two as much purely because I just like the page was always for Evie to kind of you know show show all that kind of thing and then I don't know I just think as the girls get a little bit older I'll probably pull them back a little bit just yeah you know for their for their own yeah like the amount yeah that they not the privacy as such yeah yeah that they have their own identities yeah exactly Mm. Mm. and come here tell me then when you found out you're pregnant on the second one um how old is Evie and what was your second daughter's name Daisy Daisy so how old is Evie and what was she like I can only imagine what she was like oh, around her belly was, and stuff like that. She was so, oh, the pictures, like, she literally just, she, uh, like, the two of them were as thick as thieves now, anyway. Um, so I was, Evie was, what, a year and a half? She was only, on her first birthday, I was like, oh, I love another baby. And Dan was like, oh, are you for real? Like, <laughs> I'm just, I, I, 
I always say I'm done now, but like mm. never say never. Um, I just love babies, like mm-hmm. love babies. But mm-hmm. the two of them are amazing together. And like another reason why I did want to have a baby was because I was like, I just want her to always have somebody, do you know. And I, like without, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm seeing how close they are. All three of them. I'm like, even if because that is a fear I have. I'm like, if it never happened to me, like where would she be? Because obviously, like my mom and dad or whatever, but they're older and. You know, you always think like, what about, what about, what about the other two will get older and move on? But if now Evie obviously will too, and I'm fully, I fully believe that she will be very independent, live her own life. But just in case, mm-hmm. um, but she'll always have her sisters. Like the lot of the three of them will be the little three amigos. Nobody, nobody will mess with the Byrne sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and isn't that what you're basically doing in life? Is giving her the tools? Yeah. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night Guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To be able to be independent. I am an, an, an enabler for Evie. Are you? Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm like, no, no, you can do it. You can do it. Mm. And sometimes you can see my mom going, ah, no, no. I'm like, no, no, no. She can do it. Like, she's well able. And I think, like, that she's nearly five now. She'll be five in July. And um, starting mainstream school. And, yeah, that's obviously down to me. Because I always forget, like, people should always message me, like, oh, you should be so proud. Like, it's because of all the work that you and Dan have done as parents. And you kind of forget that and you're like, oh my God, yeah, go me. Like, mm-hmm. I have met her into this fully independent five-year-old girl who picks out her own clothes and like she's 
nearly like able to dress herself now at this stage and she goes in and tells no ma'am I want to dress mm. like she's such a girly girl like oh, oh my god. god dance like you've created a monster <laughs> <laughs> Daisy's so him she's a real tomboy yeah. but um, yeah she's so girly like she's like that she can like she nearly make her own breakfast in the mornings you know there's That's great. yeah she's like any five year old She's just like a typical five-year-old. Just her speech wouldn't be on par. Mm. But that's the only difference. I feel anyway. Now I could be completely biased because obviously I'm her mother. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's okay. That's what we're here for. That's what we're on the set for, for our kids. Um, and when she goes into mainstream, do all children with Down syndrome go to mainstream school? or? Um, no. So now I know there is a lot of um, parents really struggling now at the minute, um, especially uh, Orla. I know Harry's mum, she lives down in Cork. And I think there's only like two now I could be getting this completely wrong you'll have to go over to her oh, go over to her page and find mm. out um at home Harry but she's I think there's only two um I don't special schools I want to say right. in Cork or in her area and one of them is full up and like she's she's finding it's also hard to get Harry in school now I will have to get an assessment of need done on Evie before she starts school but because she's obviously walking talking mm. she feeds herself like she does all whatever um, they, they, and the school that she's going to has said that they actually have another child with Down syndrome there okay. at the minute as well um, so it's very inclusive and I know they have like out the back as well they do have like an ASD unit and stuff right. as well so her school would be very very inclusive um, but I'm sure it's very hard to find schools yeah. like that and I, I think even for like the average parent it's very mm. hard at the minute because there's just so many kids and yeah. not enough schools and um, yeah like it's I think I don't know if it's like your choice, but it's based if like I know in my heart and soul that Evie's well able, mm. like she's well able. But then there's other kids that might need like like an SNA or mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. So it, like that the the assessment of needs, which is supposed to be carried out by the services team, which we haven't got done yet, mm. we are on the list for. But um, like that, I think it just it purely depends on the child. Purely depends on the child. And again, isn't it mad that? And again, it's just just learning for me. So, like we would say, special schools because I think they are called special schools. Mm. Like a day, a day for children with all different da- yeah. disabilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't know how I don't know how that would work. Do you know what I mean in terms that? Yeah. Well, actually, now that you say it, like it's something that I've never actually looked into. So I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be the one to yeah. kind of give out the information because I could be giving out completely yeah. wrong. Like even I, I, I was like, is the term special school okay to use? Like, yeah. and that's from a parent of a child. With Down syndrome, yeah. like, you know. Um, but, yeah, I actually, I don't know. I, I would assume it would be all different. Yeah. So, yeah, how, yes, yeah. How, how it works work? like that. That's what I'm thinking to myself. I want, like, did each child have different needs? But I suppose... The one you need to get for that is Orla at home. Her, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. she'd be more information-wise now yes, than me, is. definitely. And then tell me this, Melissa. Um, can I ask you, like, do you have fears for Evie in the future? Um, oh, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Like... At this age now, you can wrap her up in cotton wool and I can mind her and like everyone in her class, nobody sees, nobody sees Evie as different. Mm. Like they really don't. Like just, ah, hi Evie, like, you know, but Mm. when she progresses and she gets a bit older, like, you know yourself when you were growing up, Jesus, you get like bullied for having different color hair or freckles or Mm. so to have a disability now, like 10 years ago, it would have been so, so different. And I think... People are a little bit more educated and like that with the likes of social media and stuff, but it's so much easier to bully also. Yeah. Like we have, we have the good side of social media where we don't really see 
like any but then like do you like that we have had comments before like someone uh commented on one of my page or one of my pictures and was like oh my god did you know she was going to be retarded before she was born and i was like sorry like does anybody actually even still use that word in this day and age like um so that's coming from a grown adult commenting on a, a, a picture of a child mm. and like that then that makes you kind of go am I doing the right thing sharing mm. but then knowing the amount of people that we do help mm. like one bad comment outweighs the thousands of good comments you know yeah. um but yeah I like I, I I can only hope that the future will be a lot mm. better for her but I'm sure she will be susceptible for it to you know do you fear for home more than the other two well, not really. Like, I suppose, I just think in this day and age, the way bullying is, like, you don't mm. have to have a disability to be bullied. Like, you literally yeah. just have to have a, a different colour hair. Or, as mm. I said, like, mm. people are, if they're going to bully, they're going to bully. They're just going to, mm. they're going to bully someone for anything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I just think, like, it is something, especially with three girls, I think, growing up and the way, like, kids are just, they go from, like, kids to... They don't have that awkward teenage stage anymore with the blue mascara and mm. they're literally just like little girls and then they're just adults. Mm. So it's it's a little bit frightening to see the scale of how quick yeah. they grow, do you know? But it's like what you said about the Byrne sisters, like the three of them are going to be tough cookies. Yeah, honestly. And I'm telling you, Daisy Byrne is like, <laughs> she's like a little bog woman with the shovel hands. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so she'd have so much, like, but you're dead right in what you said earlier, that you just wanted her to have sisters and have siblings. Yeah, and, and they'll always mm, have each other. Mm. Like, And you never know, there could be more. You never know, Dan, if you're listening. Typical day, T- tell me about Evie. Tell me about her. Like, what's her personality? What is she into? What's... Evie is just like absolute diva like that she's five years of age now absolutely hates getting her hair brushed but will if I brush her hair I have to give her lipstick or well no a little bit of Vaseline a little bit of perfume and Mm -hmm. like she just wants to be dressed up as a princess all the time dancing singing like she's just the most bubbly little girl you'll ever come across in your whole entire life like she's just brilliant she's so funny she's she's just amazing and like that again i'm probably biased because i'm her mother but mm. like jesus i wouldn't cha- change a hair on her head like absolutely not she's per- like to me she's perfect she is mm. how'd she get on with your mom and dad and all that the granny and granddad oh my her and my father are like literally she has him since the day she was born she has her gaggy wrapped around her little finger um and my mom as well like she just has the whole everyone they all do like mm-hmm. you know and evie was the first uh granddaughter as well when she was my dad's first grandchild my mom's second but the first granddaughter okay. so my dad is like oh she's my new favorite now and <laughs> the two of them are literally like it's so cute to see the way they are together it's really nice and then talk to me about uh community support yeah okay so you have your page and orla has her page and but is there like because I know, um, I remember I did one at the season one with Elaine and she was saying to me, like, sometimes the Facebook pages can be bitchy and can be giving wrong advice and stuff like that. I don't really do, like, Facebook pages or group pages or anything like that. I just, I I now only personal experience, I just kind of tend to keep to myself. Like, I would chat to the other mans, but, like, I'm not in groups with anybody or mm. anything like that because, like that, 
I do get a little bit of anxiety and stuff anyway. So even like all these notifications coming in and I can't keep up with them, like that would even just drive me nuts in itself. But like we would all kind of keep up to date with each other and like that we have a a sock suit launching. Tell me about that. Yes. So um, I've seen Jeanette from The Little One every year does like a charity suit. So she obviously does up a suit and the proceeds go towards the chosen charity. So last year, well, the last three years, myself and Evie have done like a Rock Your Socks campaign. So World Down Syndrome Day, as I mentioned before, is March 21st every year. So generally what people do is they'll wear like mismatched or funny socks or whatever. Um, and then we used to just get people to like make a donation. We'll still do that again this year because we're going to donate to the Kildare branch. But the sock suit then, when I seen Jeanette um, was doing the suits, I was like, oh, right, I'm going to mess with like These sleep now. suits, aren't they? Yeah, they do pajamas. Okay, she, yeah. Well, she's got them done in pajamas as well. Mm. Our samples arrived yesterday. They're like, again, I think they're great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mentioned it to Jeanette and she was like, yeah, absolutely. She said, come back to me next year. We'll definitely do it because this was like last year. Mm. I had, and she was like, yeah. Um, so it's a sock from myself. Then like that, Aoife... Um, I can't think off the top of my head, but each sock on the suit is from a family that has a child with Down syndrome. So it's all of our socks. And then we just sent them to Jeanette and then she made the vision come to life. And yeah, so basically they're going to go on sale on Sunday, which is tomorrow. And all the proceeds will go to Down syndrome Ireland, which is absolutely fantastic. We'll have to put that this out a little bit early, earlier, like this piece, what you've just said there earlier, so people get on and buy. And what is the page that the, it's on? Is, are you going to be selling them through your page? Or? No, it's uh, Jeanette's page, so The Little One um, okay. Dublin. Yeah, The Little One Dublin. Um, I'd say anyone that has kids that's listening to this is definitely, like, we all, they're the most affordable sleep suits, like, ever, and they've got great quality. But, um, yeah, so proud of that, like, absolutely. I just, when I seen the suit even yesterday, I was like, Ooh! Like oh, really? vision came to light like you know and it's great that from what i started off like just sharing a little picture of bb that now we're able to go and do something so big like obviously it wouldn't have happened without jeanette but mm. to be able to do something so amazing and all the proceeds go to a charity that have helped us so much like so so much throughout the years i'll always be grateful for dancing to ireland and as much as i can fundraise for them i will because mm. like I'll be, i'm forever grateful for all of everything that they've done for us. But as you said, were they your first port to call? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And isn't it mad now that you're other people's first port to call? I know, isn't it crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, when you think of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a great four years. And now, we're going to go off topic slightly, okay? Getting married. Yeah, I know. <gasps> I know. What's the story? Tell me. So, um... Basically, I'm getting married in like, what, five months? Five months. So I decided, um, I'm going to get a bit emotional now, decided a couple of weeks ago, um, anyone that's probably a long a long time follower, I don't really speak about this too much, but um, my dad is terminally ill at the moment, so he's doing really well. And we were laughing and joking about, oh, getting married and all, like me and Dan have been engaged since last year. And my dad had said to me, he was like, oh, I'd, I'd like to be healthy for your wedding. So he said that to me on the Saturday. And on the, on the Monday, I think we had the venue booked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very, um, it's like that once I set my mind to something like that's it. So what, three weeks in and I nearly have the whole wedding planned. Now we're only having a small wedding like that and not getting married for anybody else other than yeah. myself and my family. And um, we're just having a small day 
like no more than say 30 people there just close family friends and yeah very excited can't wait now daddy wants to walk you down the aisle yeah and i want my daddy to walk me down the aisle it's always something that i've wanted and like that evie's gaggy like she do you know what i mean it'll just the, the day that we'll have the memories is just yeah so he's young melissa yeah my dad's only 50 yeah 50 52 is he 52 what am i I'm not even going to give me age away. I know I'm 30, 30. so... Mm. Yeah, 51. Mm. And what was the date? Do you want to tell me the date? Uh, no, I'll, I'll only no. just go. No. Yeah, mm. just leave it there. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so you're all organised. You have everything done and dusted. Just about now, yeah. We've, like, I think, I'm like... How do people get so stressed out about weddings? And then I'm like, I suppose they have like, I'm like, everybody else is inviting like 300 people. I'm like, oh no, 30 people back. And then I'm like, you're going to offend people. Like even my uncle the other day, he was like, oh, I'm like, no, you're not coming to my wedding. And he was like, what? I was like, no, like he thought I was joking. I was like, no, you're actually not coming to my wedding. (laughs) And then like, but people are obviously a bit more understanding. But like that was like, a wedding is, to me, a wedding is an intimate affair. Like, it, obviously, each their own. Mm. People have their own opinions of what the day they want. But even when I was thinking about, a hundred, like, a hundred people looking at me walking down the aisle, I was like, no. Like, I'd, I'd, like, I'd be shy. I wouldn't be able. Would that give you anxiety? Yeah. Oh, no, I couldn't. Like, that. at least it'll just be, like, my close family and friends and, like, even all my friends didn't make the cut. <laughs> like, we're ruthless, like. We had went in with the numbers of 100, and then I was like, the more I talked to the man, I was like, no, actually, no, we'll just, we'll cut this back. So even even thinking about, like, when we were talking about it, mm. I was like, this is already giving me anxiety, like, no. And what is it that you just don't want people to see you? I don't know. It's, it's strange, isn't it? Because, like, this is coming from a person that has 41,000 followers, mm. but... When I talk to my phone, I actually think I talk to myself. Like, right. I, I have kind of put into my brain yeah that i'm just like record like talking to my phone screen because you're not visually seen yeah you don't like jesus if you i was just standing in the room on the <laughs> deck <laughs> so you're not seeing those 41,000 oh, eyes jesus. or faces looking yeah. at you but walking into a room where everyone is looking at you yeah would it's, send you it's, the a edge. Bit, it's a bit daunting don't you think i do no do you know what i'm i won't say well, I, I'm, not, I'm like attention whore but like no i'm not i really am but like i to work, I, I stand up and talk to people. Um, yeah, so, but I'd be very outgoing, like I yeah. would. Like, and it's like that. I come in here when I could talk yeah. to you, but there's some days I'd literally be like, no, like, I can't. Is it because it's on you? The focus is on you? Maybe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be. Like, you're happy to stand up and talk about your children and yeah. talk about Dan. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, but, yeah. You've just actually, yeah. like, brought that to light now. The, but, probably, but the focus yeah. on you. I could speak about anything, but when it comes to me, then I get real, oh, and you shouldn't do that. I know. It's uh, something I'm working on for 2022. 2022, I'm, being, I'm just like, like that. How long have I been saying I no to this? Yeah. And I was just like, right, okay, okay. And then Denise was like, go on, just do it, just do it. And I was like, you're right, Denise. Because Denise always tells me, she's like, just say yes. Mm. She's like, you have mm. to agree to these things to, in order for you to progress as a person. Mm. And I'm like, obviously, Denise speaks like so much sense. I um, and I'm like, anytime, I'm just like, oh, and Denise's like, one, you're grand. You be do it. Just do it, just yeah. do it. So I didn't have a coffee before I came up this morning because I was like, coffee again triggers my anxiety a little bit as well, but right. I still drink like multiple cups and I'm like, no, no. Because you're, you're very, <laughs> like you're very grounded and you're very, what's the word? Um, Jesus, when you can speak. When you vocal? Can t- not vocal, <laughs> but you're very articulate. Like you can speak very well, like, you know what I mean? And, mm. and you're a huge ambassador for your community. 
Yeah. So you should. I know, because even like if a few years, it was the last year, the year before, Down Syndrome Ireland actually asked me to come onto the committee and stuff as well. And I was like, oh God, no. Like, yeah. no, I couldn't. I couldn't. And I know you're busy with your small children, but like as Denise said, in order to grow, sometimes you just mm. have to take that step. Yeah, and like that, as I've been told numerous times before, like I'm just very like mommy, mommy, mommy focused. Like, yeah. And people, uh, well, someone said to me before, like you were Melissa before you were a mommy, like you, mm-hmm. you need to still be you too, like, so. Because do you know what will happen? You will realise in five years, ten years time. I'll have no kids and then I'll have nothing. You'll have no identity. You'll <laughs> have like, no identity. You will, you will, you will wonder. Yeah. Who am I? Because I only said that to Dan, like, last week or week four. I was like, what do we do when the kids are grown? Like, what happens then? He's like, we're just old. Imagine what your house is going to be like when they're all 10, 11, 12. Oh, my God. It's already bad. <laughs> and, like, three, like, what are they going to be together? Evie's going to be, what, 15, 13, and, like, 11. And then me, menopausal, yeah. in the midst of it all. Yeah, we'll be menopausal, yeah. Because I, I have my 11-year-old, and it's, 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 it's a battle. Oh, they'll be killing each other. The mascara. That's what I said to Dan. I was like, you may, like, become a millionaire. I said, mm-hmm. how are you going to keep them all in the best of clobber and... The hair and the makeup and all his teens, like, and then what's mm. it like? Like, what's it going to be like then? Yeah, but don't uh, go and go back to that point, right? Don't lose yourself. Yeah, don't lose yourself. In, no, I am. I'm everything. working really hard this year now to be like, no, like yeah. you need to do more me things. And I have been like, I've been going out more with friends and stuff as well. Like it was always before I had kids. Like I was so social. Yeah, like social queen like out all the time and stuff so I think it's very important to still make time for your friends and stuff as well like definitely because like you can you can lose friends and stuff as well because you're just solely focused on the kids all the time you're not making time Mm -hmm. for your friends and then like you want to go on a night out and you're like oh wait Mm -hmm. I don't talk to anybody anymore yeah and you know? that, and that's so true and that's true of all women that like I say I had a friend here the other day and I was like to her ring she was like oh I was just going through something and I was like why didn't you ring me I was like because I'm sitting here on my sofa by myself mm. going oh god I'm a little bit lonely yeah and that's it we're all sitting at home going oh god I'd like I'm yeah. a bit lonely I'm a bit lonely but then like oh I'm not ringing them yeah <laughs> going, oh, but I won't but I won't bother them yeah exactly I won't bother them and then like she was like well why didn't you ring me and I was like because I didn't want to bother you she's like I didn't want to bother you yeah so we're all just sitting at home not bothering we're each bothering other being each lonely, other. <laughs> lonely. <laughs> so it has to stop do you know what I mean yeah exactly definitely tell me about Dan Ah, uh, where do I start with Dan? Jesus. What can I say? Ah, uh, he's just... I don't know, I don't know, I get a bit emotional. Um, yeah, I, I met Dan, like, what, seven... We always fight about this. It was hmm. Six... No, seven years. I want to say nearly seven years now. Um, and we were actually on a double date with other people. <laughs> so, <laughs> As in... Yeah, you, you yeah, were, we were, we were oh, the opposite. Okay, yeah. oh shit, okay. Yeah, so, and he was kind of like, oh, I kind of like her, and I was like, oh, I kind of like him. So, um, obviously nothing ha- happened with yeah. the other two dates or whatever. And then a little while on, um, yeah, he just kind of texted me, and I was like, oh, he's kind of nice. And then we met up, and then we were kind of just inseparable after that. He he literally laughs and says, like, we like you just kind of moved in. Yeah. You never left. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's like amazing and I probably wouldn't have done the page if it wasn't for Dan because mm-hmm. he's, he's very, um, he's very good at hyping me up. Like he's, he's a great hype man. He's like, no, 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 you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And like that, anytime I get doubts or whatever, he's like, 
look at the people you're helping and like the impact you're making keep going mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so yeah no Dan is just having a bad word to say about Dan mm-hmm. <laughs> and He's- my family love him as well and like that I just think we were really meant to meet each other to be honest how does he feel like he seems to from what you're saying about the wedding and all he seems to be like yeah whatever you want oh he's so laid back like I have a scrapbook I literally mm. me and my friend we do like wedding Wednesdays well it's my cousin she's my chief bridesmaid so basically what we do is I bring in all my books and my wedding planner wedding magazines and we cut out all these snippets and drink Prosecco and I was looking the other day and I was like oh that's a nice suit now and she was like oh I don't think Dan would wear that I was like Dan is going to wear whatever I bring home and say because he's that laid back he's just mm. like like Dan lived in Australia years ago and he said he used to go into the shops and like go over to one of the assistants and be like oh could you get me that outfit in the medium he used to pick his clothes off the mannequins <laughs> I was like that's how laid back Dan yeah, yeah. is like do you know um so yeah no he's like if he was any more laid back like he'd be asleep what's his relationship <laughs> with Evie like Oh, he's just a fantastic father. Like, absolutely could mm. not. With all three girls, he's absolutely, I couldn't wish for any better. And if anything was to ever happen, which touch wood, it won't between us. Mm. I absolutely 100% know he'd be there for his girls and there's no no questions asked about that. Like, he's a fantastic father. Can I ask a question about, because I did ask um, Amy this. So for a couple with a newly diagnosis, do you have any advice for them to... Well, like that with Evie... As I said, when Evie was first born, like Dan's first question was, was it anything that Mel done? Because I don't want anybody to say mm-hmm. that she done anything. So he, straight away, Dan wasn't worried about himself. Mm. He immediately was worried about me and what people were going to say about me. And I just think that says a lot about Dan as a person and a man because he didn't even go into his own emotions mm-hmm. straight off. He was just concerned about me. And I just think, like, obviously I can't comment on somebody that has autism or whatever, but I really feel that Evie and her diagnosis brought us more together. Yeah. Um, And like that, we were both quite young and we both knew nothing. So we kind of educated and helped each other through it Mm. as well, I think. So like that, I couldn't really comment on somebody else's situation, but I 100% believe that Evie brought us more together and it made us appreciate life so much more. I think... Evie kind of where her it it slowed our lives down a little bit do you know what I mean we kind of we kind of stopped and we were like oh my god you actually look around and take things into perspective and you appreciate things so much more I think Mm -hmm. I think it just it really did give us a a more positive outlook on life definitely that it's like their world you're brought into their world and you're going 90 miles an hour Mm. and all of a sudden you just stop and appreciate you really do like you just slow down and you're like oh and like that even like appreciating the milestones a lot more and like obviously i'm not saying you don't do that with your typical child but i just think with a child a child with special needs especially like evie she just has such a care and little nature like they really like she really does just bring you into her world like Mm. you know um and like that we always say we're just forever grateful for her like we we well and truly like i wouldn't be without her i wouldn't change her and then finally, you just said, Melissa, earlier on at the podcast, you said about a friend reaching out to you and saying, my friend has just got a diagnosis. Mm. So what do you say to friends of people that might step away or anything like that? What would you say, the fear of, you know, going just, up? Just when, like any other child that has, just congratulate your friends. Oh my mm-hmm. God, congratulations. If you need anything, I'm here. Like, 
the exact same as what you would. It's just that if you need anything, I'm here is a lot more relevant, I think. You know, it's just, just be you and there's not really like just just don't say i'm sorry that's the one piece of advice i would say is just do not say i'm sorry mm. you need to as i said do that blog post yeah i'll reshare that definitely reshare mm. um, because as i said there's so many people out there who don't know what to say yeah. i'd say if i even read it back now i'd probably start crying again would you i must start reading back all of them because they're like that they're from when evie was first born i'd mm. say i haven't updated it in so long it probably still says i'm 25 on it but i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> Melissa thank you so much for coming and sitting down with me before I do let you go and I know we've already discussed it but just to finish on it um, the f- someone who gets a diagnosis as you said you were left for three days with, and oh, it was only it was a day and a day and a half well, yeah a, a day and a bit yeah but they left they left you and they just said okay this is mm. the situation left you there so anyone who's who gets it at the 20 week or gets it when the child is born what advice do you give them I always say just like you're going to look back in about it's all like I always say I wasted so many tears like wasted tears I spent like what as I said to you what three four five days like crying grieving this child that I thought was going to have that I didn't have and now I look back and I'm like oh my god like you just wasted all that time all those tears like you need to fast forward and think like in a year's time the difference that there's going to be in that child like it's like that you just need to educate yourself you really Mm. just need to educate yourself and your child is going to educate you as well like on this journey um and i believe like that me and evie and dan have all grown and learned from each other but um yeah just stay off google like as in i'd like i'd steer more towards like instagram pages and Mm. like the facebook pages and definitely down syndrome ireland absolutely because they're nine times out of ten they're going to have a group or something that you're going to be able to attend um and they'll help you and give you all the information that you need but yeah and enjoy your little babies Mm. (laughs) well best of luck with the wedding i'm dying to see pictures and the girls all so exciting dressed up and all, all all three flower girls oh yeah definitely Oh God! And she was flower girl for your brother's wedding. She was gorgeous. I know her, the two of them were, but your Daisy was just running around like a rocket. Wouldn't let me get a picture of her. I only have a picture of the back of her head. Oh, <laughs> what is she going to be like for a queen? You'll have converse on the child. Oh, that's what I was like. Nearly put her in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, thank you so much. I know you were nervous, but you did absolutely brilliant. So thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. And thanks for having me. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.